Welcome to the Insurance Producers Podcast, where we bring you the top personalized producers, insurance agents, and industry partners, giving you at least three takeaways to 10x your production and build your multi-million dollar revenue books. So sit back, relax, and become inspired by the success stories and strategies of the world's top insurance minds. Let's roll. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to Insurance Producers Podcast. That's tough to say because it's been a win-the-day podcast for a long time, but I feel like our, our podcast is insurance-driven. It's for insurance producers, insurance agents, and insurance people across the industry, and we needed to give it an insurance name. So it's our first episode. It's our launch of the new podcast, Insurance Producers Podcast. And um, I'm your host, Cyrus Jaffrey. And I just want to say Insurance Producers Podcast is uh, presented by Quotimation. Uh, Quotimation is our first sponsor. Quotimation basically simplifies quoting process for agents and producers across the country. Um, in a nutshell, in about 45 seconds, you'll be able to get a quote for a client to get their driver's license numbers, VIN numbers, everything pops up for the household. Um, and if you guys are interested, check out Quotimation.com. And um, we will get to the episode today. I'm really, really excited. Our good friends are with us today. Um, and I have Amanda and Michaela from Warren Mounts Agency. Amanda, Michaela, thanks for being here. Thank you for Thank having you. us. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. So, hey, what we will do is we'll go back real quick. Just ask about how you guys got into the industry. Um, and um, and then we'll just kind of go from there. We got a lot to talk about. So, yeah, yeah we'll go with uh, Michaela Good. first and Amanda and we'll go All from right. there. Okay. Hi, I'm Michaela Warren. I am the Warren side of Warren and Mounts Agency. And I was actually in dentistry for about seven years before we opened up the brokerage. And my current role in the brokerage is basically client retention. Um, I do sell insurance and I also do a lot of marketing. Those are like my primary roles. So client retention includes going through all of the renewals, making sure that clients' renewals aren't astronomical. And if they are astronomical, let's look at other options. Um, and then marketing, obviously, making sure that our social media thread is nice and clean and consistent. Consistent is the most important piece. And then, of course, sales. I you know, prospect, I quote, I close, I issue policies, I do the whole bit. So, Amanda? Yep. So, um, like Michaela said, we, well, our brokerage has been open for just over 18 months now. Um, and I was a kindergarten teacher before jumping into insurance. I did work for State Farm for a short stint um, back in my early marriage days, um, right after Dustin and I got married. But yeah, I've been in education before taking on this role. Um, I handle a lot of the service side, but also quote and sell as well. Um, and then the marketing as far as campaigns and the website, managing all of the back end on that and Canopy Connect and whatnot. So I almost feel like in a way we're both client retention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like like I'm client retention on the back end, like renewals, mm -hmm. and then your client retention on service. Mm -hmm. in a, and I feel like in a way, they're both kind of hand in hand and making sure yeah. that clients are happy. Yeah. Very cool. And, and just if people don't know the Warren Mounts, they are 
uh, two couples, um, good friends that started it. So husband and wife, husband and wife agency. So that's why it's so cool dynamic because I have worked with my wife for about a week and she was fired. <laughs> she, she was late every day and uh, she, she, I, I, a lot of people can't, right? So we'll go to that topic right away. Like a lot of people can't work with their significant others, right? Because uh, many different reasons, right? So, and you guys obviously know, but I know, I know I want to talk about that. So you guys want to share a little bit about how does that dynamic, like what are some things that other producers and agency owners that are listening to this podcast, like what can they do to make that relationship? Because at work, there's a different relationship. At home, there's a difference. So can you guys talk about that dynamic? Like what can they do to make their relationship better? Because I know you guys really well. And I know you guys' relationship is awesome. And yeah, tell me a little bit about that. You can go first. So me and Jake have worked together on in like short time spans in the past. So Got we it. have an Airbnb. We furnished the whole Airbnb together. We at one point had a long-term rental. We like fabricated and, and wrote the contract together. Um, so we've, ha- we've worked together, but not in close proximity on a daily basis. So we really had to work through um, boundaries and communication. And I think the biggest piece of advice is forgiveness, you know, give grace. We're all learning. We're all like doing the best we can every day. You know, I'm married to my spouse for a reason. And I know that he's doing his best trying whether or not it comes off that, you know, in a certain way on a daily basis. We both just have to be kind of forgiving of each other and work through problems in that way. Yep. So for Dustin and I, um, we have actually worked together in close proximity um, through multiple jobs. We actually were servers together um, back in college. And then um, we also were teachers together in the same school district. Um, So as far as teaching, I mean, he was in his in the gym coaching. And then I was in a kindergarten classroom. So we weren't like on like right next to each other the whole time, but we were still able to talk and communicate. So for me, absolutely. Um, the communication aspect is huge being able to just make sure you're on the same page, whether it's something that's going on at home or at work and just constant communication. Um, and like Michaela said, giving grace and understanding and just being able to not fret over the small things because there are small annoyances. And I, I myself have really just had to learn to let those go and not get hung up on them. So I feel like it creates a different type of connection in the relationship. It creates, you know, now any kind of like frustration that I might be having on, you know, a situation in regards to work, he um, he gets it mm-hmm. because he's mm-hmm. been there. Jake's background is about ten years now in insurance, yeah. so really among all of us, Jake's going to understand the most. Yeah. So for us, it creates a, a a special kind of connection. But to go back to your point of maintaining a good relationship in the marriage, we have to make sure that we be intentional about giving that time and giving that connection there too. Absolutely. Yeah. So I got to ask you guys. When it comes to leaving work and being husband and wife versus partners in a business, 
what is that dynamic like? What are some suggestions for people? And I know you guys mentioned a couple of things, but specifically like you're off of work, you're at home. Do you guys have like a switch that where it's like, okay, now we're done with that. Now we're like, like for Amanda and I, now I got to do kids stuff. And like for you, obviously like Michaela, like other stuff that you guys do. So like, what's that look like? Cause it can't be work all the time. Right. Cause that would get kind of boring. So yeah, tell me a little bit about that. Um, for me, like like you said, with the kids, when I get home from work, um, I immediately am picking them up and starting mom, but I'm also trying to finish up things from the day at work and whatnot. But then when Dustin gets home, we spend maybe five to 10 minutes talking about the day, how things went. Um, we're not great at just completely flipping the switch and turning it off. If an email comes in, I, I'm seeing if it's something that needs to be taken care of right away or not. Um, that's the good thing and bad thing about email coming straight to literally my wrist is the fact that like, it like, is this urgent? Do I need to get this taken care of? But, um, we are very, very big on making sure that we are still dating, basically dating in our marriage, going, making sure we're doing stuff for ourselves and being intentional with the kids when we have our time with them. Awesome. What about you, Michaela? How do you, so whenever we get home, I usually leave the office probably 30 to 45 minutes, sometimes an hour longer, sooner than Jake. I'll go yep. home and I'll get dinner started. And then when he gets home, we will usually have a conversation about, okay, what, how did the day go? What, what right. went well? What did we not like so much? And we'll usually carry that conversation at dinner. Um, and then after dinner, we usually kind of start to like, act like children. Me, me and Jake really have a, <laughs> like a, a childlike, um, kind of like feel to us. Sometimes we just act like hooligans. Um, <laughs> so, and again, like we kind of do the same thing though. Like if something comes in and you know, it's worth a conversation, like, Oh, we just had a, you know, a really, a nearby friend just request a quote, you know, that, right. so those, it kind of comes in waves. There's again, not really like an off switch. Um, and it's not strenuous on our relationship right now. Obviously it's always good to take a step back and see what needs to be reevaluated and what needs to be better. Um, so that's kind of the way we operate right now. I actually just had a conversation with some real estate agents, um, that work together probably a week or so ago. And whenever their rule is whenever they're in their bedroom, that's where it's off. Mm. So if they're in their bedroom, there's no conversation about yeah. work. So if they're laying in bed, no conversation. That's awesome. You don't. Yeah, it's, it really is. It's mm -hmm. awesome. So we have not implemented anything like that. Um, but I'm also not opposed to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, thank you guys for doing that and, and, and for the audience also. So I know Jake is more a lot of life insurance and all of that stuff, right? So they each have roles in their office, right? And 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 Dustin's got doing a lot of trucking and stuff. So I feel like their 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 agency does a really good job of like everybody stays in their lane. Mm -hmm. So even though they work together at the end of the day, you really don't know what all they've done because like you're zoned in, right? Yeah. To kind of yeah, get yeah. in getting your work done. So it's nice to come back at the end. Hey, how did things go at dinner? Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. My buddy, uh, John requested a quote this time or whatever that is. Yep. Right. So yep, yep. that's, um, that's cool. So, hey, I want to go to a lot of people are going to really want to pay attention now because we're going, we're going to talk some social media, right? Which, uh, you guys are 
uh, uh, we would say the queens of social media. <laughs> so um, when it comes to the insurance industry, so yeah, I will I will just um, start it off by saying um, if this is obviously a lot of people in the insurance industry, some honestly ninety percent of people don't do any social media, right? Mm-hmm. And and most of the people that do it, they're like get a quote from me. I'm an awesome insurance agent. Like literally the worst thing you can do for yourself is do that. Seriously, seriously, producers, like when you're desperate, that's, I mean, it works for some people. Some people will get quotes from you, of course, because they're your friends, but my suggestion, not the right way. So what are some suggestions for insurance agents that want to get into social media? And first of all, let's go back to how did you guys get into social media and what does that look like? And then we'll dive in a little bit more. So, so I would, I can probably speak for both but, of us. Yeah. Whenever I mean we've we've kind of grown up with social media that it kind of starts there. Like yeah. we're yeah, we were kind we kind of just fall in the category of social media came about when we were relatively young and it was in conversation. So you know, mm-hmm. oh, we hear about Instagram. Let's download Instagram yeah. and let's try it out. Um, as far as getting deeper with it and being more consistent with it on a more personal level well, and business level. We were both in direct sales for about two years. And when you're in direct sales, obviously, honestly, at this point with any business, you want to be posting on social media because it's an easy and um, cost-effective way to access a lot of people at once. (laughs) And so we were both doing that at one point. And so it was kind of like easy really to kind of, transition into implementing what we already knew into the brokerage. Yeah. And so between my teaching job and then opening the brokerage, I um, was doing some freelance work for social media. Um, So I was maintaining that, creating posts and that kind of stuff through that gap. Um, And so luckily we were able to get familiar on what works, what doesn't work. Um, we were not great at the beginning because we were trying to do yeah. so many different things, but that has been something in the last uh, six, nine months that we've, Michaela especially, like has taken under her wing and um, just really pushed for because it, it's helping a lot. Yeah. I would say like, you know, if, if you're an insurance agent and, you know, it's like blaringly obvious that you need to be using social media, but you have no idea what to do. I would start with just like making a post like mm-hmm. and making a graphic. Canva is free. It's mm-hmm. C-A-N-V-A. They've got a million different templates on there that you can use. Change the template to your your um, logo colors to kind of fit your, mm-hmm. your brand because we all have a brand and we all need to stick to the brand. And, you know, Make it so simple. Educate on what a deductible is. Mm-hmm. Like start so simple. So mm-hmm. like to us, it seems like, well, how does no one know what a deductible is? Like, yeah. But to they a don't. lot of people, they genuinely don't know mm-hmm. what a deductible is. They don't know what dwelling coverage is. They mm-hmm. don't know all of these different things. So just start with something so minute and small mm-hmm. and explain what that is. There's... Um, if for anybody that doesn't follow Gary V, Gary V puts, he's very aggressive just to mm-hmm. give some fair warnings, <laughs> yeah. very aggressive, yes. he a lot. Um, but he really gives a lot of value in the marketing industry. And mm-hmm. he has a concept called jab, 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 right hook. And so mm-hmm. you give value, give value, give value, and you ask for a sale. Mm-hmm. So 
put put out some sort of value, some sort of education, some sort of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You'll do videos of singing Christmas carols because it's, <laughs> because it's right. funny. You know, it's just it's yeah. fun. It doesn't have to be so serious yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't lighten up a little bit. It's okay to like you know mess up and mm-hmm. um, kind of like we were talking about earlier. If you're making your first post and putting putting something out there. Um, Give yourself grace. Like that's going to be the crappiest post you ever make. And that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, so my question for you on that is, so somebody is just new. The first step for them to do is, um, you guys, you guys tell me, I mean, I could tell you what I think, but which social media channels should they start first? And, um, you, you said the first step is to just post, right? So, so maybe like for a newbie, step one is get social medias. Step two is uh, what are, what are like maybe small two to three steps that they could do that they have no idea. Some of people don't even know what TikTok is, right? Or they can post on LinkedIn or they can post on Instagram. Like some people don't have Instagram. Do you guys recommend they get all those channels or stick with one channel and go from there as far as social media goes? I would say majority of people that are, you know, assuming that this person doesn't have any sort of social media platform, I would start with Facebook. Facebook. Perfect. Uh, That's what I would start with. And then at that point, you need to determine whether or not it's worth it to use your personal page to market or to make a business page to market. Um, You know, if you're starting at ground zero, honestly, best bet is just to make a business page and try to funnel every, try to funnel everything through the personal and then on to the business page. And honestly, my recommendation is probably going to be the same for someone who already has Facebook mm-hmm. is let everybody know that you've created a business page and start funneling all of those people. You got to mm-hmm. kind of train your, your audience to like, here's where you go for my business. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's all my family and my friends and all the events that I attend. That's on my personal. This is me being a human being yep. and then everything else mm-hmm. that is business related go here and then sprinkle in on your personal page as well, just to kind of keep your audience aware. Um, I was going to say something earlier and then I forgot what it was, but now um, I was going to just say, as far as Facebook and Instagram, you can link where you only have to post on one and it'll right. go to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. honestly, if you're going to start one, start the other as well, because you're only having to make that post one time. Um, and you can schedule posts where you can, Set it up and not think about it um, again, awesome. and then you'll see it pop up or whatever. So. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So, talk to us on the social media kick. Still, um, let's talk about videos versus just posting stuff um, with no videos or no colors or no pictures, right? Because a lot of people do this. So, give me some benefits of first of all, why videos? You guys do a ton of videos. And then why, why does your post have to have pictures and colorful and all that stuff? Because honestly, a lot of people don't know. So, oh, go ahead. The main thing is you want things that are going to be interactive, things that people are actually going to click and engage, whether they click into a video to watch, see what's going on. Um, that's going to be more interactive and more engaging than any other concept. Um, another thing to get people engaged is to do a carousel which is multiple graphics in one, you, maybe you're talking about your auto coverages. So the first one is just an introductory and then they have to swipe to see 
what else you're going to tell them about that. And that, it, that creates that engagement, which helps your uh, algorithm. The more energy a viewer has to give to your post, the more the algorithm is going to give to you and expose your video to other people. Interesting. So, you know, if someone's having to sit there and watch the whole video mm-hmm. versus just swiping, you know, scrolling right on by your your post that you made, you, that person has given more time, more view time mm-hmm. to that. They stopped on that video. They gave more to just the scroll, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So the algorithm is naturally going to give more to that post mm-hmm. than just a, um, a graphic. But even cool. with even with the graphic, though, instead of just words on the post, there's going to be something that catches their eye. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's just our colors, the yellow and black. And then mm-hmm. maybe they get their renewal and they're like, oh, I remember seeing something on this. And they remember yeah. our colors. Mm-hmm. So they're going back and yep. trying to find us based on that information. Yeah. So cool. just being able to catch people's eye, whether they engage in it or not, they're seeing it. Um, here recently we've had different people reach out to us and be like, yeah, I never, I watched everything you guys post, but I don't necessarily engage in it. Mm -hmm. But, but when it was time to get quotes, who did they come to? They came to us because they've been seeing us there. So there's something else to add to that. I love that. I think, I think insurance is all about being, uh, in front of them when the time comes where they're asking for insurance, right? A lot of people just like want people to get quotes and they're not going to get quotes unless it's like a life event or like something triggered for the quote, right? So, and they're just wasting their energy, right? But like you're saying is, hey, yeah, I guess I just elaborate on that because a lot of people need to know that honestly being in front of them is the hardest thing for you to be able to do consistently, you might have to touch someone 25 times before they trigger. And then sometimes they will just call you to say, I saw a video like four months ago and it said that I can get a, you can compare my insurance with Canopy Connect. Like you want to elaborate on that real quick? I, you know, I have heard for a long time that it takes seven exposures for someone to even be interested Mm. and and what you're offering. So they have to see something related to Warren and Mount agency seven different times mm-hmm. before they even think, Oh yeah, I'll, you know, maybe I'll click on this. And I would not be surprised if that number has increased because we are being exposed mm-hmm. to such a heavy amount of information, Correct. such a short period of time. I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, one to two minute videos, mm-hmm. how many one to two minute videos can you watch in one day? Mm-hmm. Um, something that I want to go back on, earlier to get people engaged in your posts is including a CTA in your post, which is a call to action. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're kind of implementing a way for someone to engage with the post. So what that looks like is happy Friday, everybody. We're talking about favorite colors in the office today. Drop your favorite color in the comments. Mm-hmm. You've asked them to engage in the post. You've called for an action. Mm-hmm. So like what you'll that. see is a thread of comments and now you're getting more energy and more time mm-hmm. and more effort mm-hmm. exposed into that post. Um, the importance, like you're, you were saying, Cyrus, of just constantly 
being in front, being at the forefront of people's minds whenever it comes time for them to think about insurance. Um, insurance we, is not the sexiest thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, we um, also do silly things, like things about us in the office that oh, maybe, yeah. so like on our stories, we'll put who's most likely to be talking on their phone and looking for it at the same time, you know, yeah, like yeah, silly, yeah. silly right. things to where people have, people have to pick who oh, in the yeah. office that they think. Yeah. And so that's just another right. way that they're interacting and engaging, but on a goofy personal right. level. And so we like to sprinkle in just us as people too, not just shoving insurance information at people. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that. I feel like, well, that's why like some of these videos kind of go viral. Like a lot of people look at it when they think it's funny or silly or honestly, sometimes just stupid, but at the same, <laughs> but, but at the same time, that's why they look at that stuff, right? Yeah. No one is going to just look at, look at somebody just doing something that's just not in their best in, not interested in that person or whatever. So I feel like you got to do some things in our industry. You got to do some things to get audience engaged, but at the same time, we're professional. So we can't do some of the things that these TikTok videos do. Right. Like, you don't, you don't want to be unprofessional, but you also want attention mm -hmm. and boring stuff usually don't get a lot of attention and insurance is boring. Like you said. So correct. Correct. Yeah. It's cool. Okay. I so you guys have done a really good job. On that. Yeah. Just being like a human and like, you know, relating to people like we have kids you know i forget that my sunglasses are sitting on top of my head and i'm looking around for them just like the next person mm. you know so we're all human we all yeah just That's cool. re make it relatable basically so no i love that i love that so great hey social media we really needed to talk about that so thank you guys for sharing and if you guys don't know um, go check out their 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 Instagram, their Facebook. Um, they're at Warren Mounts. Uh, there's not going to be a lot of agencies called Warren Mounts. So I think you guys will be able to find it, find it pretty easy. Um, and it, they do a really, really, really good job. And I encourage you guys to check them out. So, um, hey, let's go to um, the other piece of of this, which is in our industry, insurance in general. Uh, it's very male driven, like an average insurance agent is really, really a 65 year old male. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you guys are super young. Right. You guys are doing insurance. Honestly, like people like us and people like you guys, like our office, your office and a bunch of other offices across the country is almost like making insurance sexy again. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we're just trying to find different and creative ways to make people think, hey, young person who just graduated college. Yeah. You can come and still have fun in this industry because you can make a lot of money. There's a renewal business. You can sell at one point. You can build a legacy. Like there's so it's honestly the best hidden industry in the world because a lot of people just don't know about it. And they just think we're scumbags that are taking their money. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not me. That's my carrier. Not me. Oh, right, um, right. So I want to, I want to talk about that. So you guys are in an industry that's driven by mail. So, um, you guys want to elaborate on that? Do you guys have any insight on that? Like, do you guys think you guys are almost behind Jake and Dustin at all times? And they're kind of like your face of your, your agency or are you guys stepping up and saying, Hey, we're as equal as them. Like, what is your take on that? Or how do you guys take that? I very much feel like we are, we are equal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the beginning, especially in the beginning, 
for me personally, I, I really felt like I needed to kind of be involved in anything and everything. Um, just to find my place, you know, just for the the simple Mm -hmm. sake of finding my place and figuring out what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. I think we both kind of understood that marketing would be a big piece as far as like where we would fall in, in the, in the order of everything. But ultimately I really feel like we are equals. And I, I think that that comes from a place of confidence in both of us. Like we, there's, there's, there's no like pity party about it. Mm-hmm. And simultaneously, I think it comes from a level of respect mm-hmm. from Dustin and Jake on the topic. So that's, that's my feedback. Yeah. yeah. I personally, um, I think we have such a good working relationship. Um, the four of us to where we have our roles. We know what our job is. Mm-hmm. Each job is equally important. Um, to make this be a good machine that's running properly. And um, as far as feeling inferior, I don't know that. I think Jake and Dustin, like she said, just do such a good job of making sure that we are respected and that they give yeah. us feedback. And that I, yeah, honestly, I haven't really noticed it that much. Good to hear. That's I think awesome. It has to be, I, I really feel like it has to go away. It has to go both ways. Like, women really have to, you know, step up and, and, and speak their mind and be okay with someone disagreeing with some, with, you know, if someone doesn't like what you're saying, they're going to talk back to you. Yeah. And you've got to be willing to take that. You've got to have the confidence and, and really drop the ego and say, okay, I'm going to voice my opinion and not everybody's going to like it, or I'm going to speak my mind and not everybody's going to like it and, and be, it's okay. Be okay with being wrong be okay with not being perfect. You know, really have to work as women on not, you know, not taking everything personal. Like for me, it's just like, I can't dwell and take everything to heart. I have to be okay with like disagreeing and voicing my opinion. Yeah. And if, if, if we don't agree on, wallpaper <laughs> it's okay hey, well, yeah. out. Who who are the women around here? <laughs> i said who are the women around here we're hanging the wall <laughs> we're the ones here hanging wallpaper um, <laughs> anyway i was going to go back on talking about like jake and dustin all the time they will be like yeah you guys handle that we don't we don't know how jake will say, I don't know how to make an Excel sheet or, um, so that's going to be one of you or yeah, Yeah. I'm not creative at all. So that's going to be you guys Mm -hmm. or like they, the guys are very good at like making sure that we do feel like we have our place as owners as well. Awesome. Yeah. I think, I, I think taking women in particular, and I'm not trying to shade women at all, obviously. Um, but taking ownership and responsibility and knowing your part in the problem. You know, the problem is that there's, there's, you know, cowering down. Don't cower down. Mm-hmm. Freaking bite back. Yeah. <laughs> bite back. And, 100%. you know, make it stick a little. And, and it's okay to hurt someone's feelings. Like, work mm-hmm. through that, you know. Yeah. Me and Amanda just had a conversation yesterday where we had to work through something. And we kind of had to be vulnerable in the sense mm-hmm. of like, okay, I might be hurting her feelings and she might be hurting my feelings and we just have to work through it. We have to no. forgive each other and we have to move forward. I think 
Um, it's, I mean, we spend more time at the office together yeah. than we do at home. Right. So it's like, you're going to have issues. You're going to have problems to work through. But one thing we have always said from the moment we decided to do this is we have to be able to communicate those things yes. and just work through them. Because if we dwell on them, nothing's going to go away. Right. So yeah. um, it's only going to just keep building up. So I think that is something I'm very proud of us with the four of us, especially um, being able to communicate and work through the ups and downs because there are four of us trying to own a business and yeah. make it work. Yeah. So open communication. That's open huge. Communication. Sure. Yeah. So is that, so, so I, I, you guys know I have, I have a daughter and I think I told you guys last time, like I want my daughters to grow up if I have another daughter, like to, to be able to, Hey, own an agency and be proud of it and, and, and be one of the pillars of the community. Right. And do a lot of great things. That's what everybody wants for their kids. Right. And especially for my daughter, because we teach her every day, like, Hey, if that person talks to you like that, don't let them talk to you like that. Like you just tell them, Hey, that's not how you talk to people right. and to people, not even just women or, or male, right. because a lot of people kind of talk down and, and we teach our daughter all the time, like stand up for yourself. Like you're no different than Jonah, my son, yeah, you're no different than me. Like you can stand up for yourself and kind of do that. So I feel like a lot of us parents are teaching our kids now to, Hey, get up, be like Amanda and Michaela, go open up businesses. You don't have to. Now, there's a place for people where they want to stay home with their kids and all that. Like, Or there's a time for that as well. But mm -hmm. that's not anymore. Like, If that's not what you want to do and you want to open up a business of whatever kind, especially in our industry, you should be able to do that. So for people that are listening, that are producers, right? they listen to this and they say, hey, I want to be an insurance agent maybe. I'm a producer at an office, right? So Maybe tell me a little bit about to those young women, maybe, or, 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 or whatever age they are, like, what's your biggest advice? Cause I feel like they may not take as much of a risk as sometimes like a male does. Right. So like, what's your advice to those people? And, and you guys have had success in 18 months, you're at like five or 6 million or whatever, like something crazy. So like you guys did it. And a big part of it was you too. So what's your advice to those females that are listening to this uh, and want to open up an agency? Like, what can they do to not be like you guys? You want them to be better than you. Like, go oh, be better than us, right? Because yeah. that will help our industry in general. Like, what's yeah. your biggest advice for them? I think personally, while well, this is on my mind, so, <laughs> um, as far as just we talked about social media and like putting ourselves out there. These kids, they're growing up with social media. That's why we have to be on all platforms and just put it out there that, hey, we're, we're giving ourselves props because we just accomplished, we had the best quarter we've ever had. And mm -hmm. um, putting our faces out there as being part of that leadership yes. within the industry and just showing that it doesn't, like everybody can do it. It's not mm -hmm. just one person in here hitting those goals. We're doing it together and putting, like I said, just, Putting our faces out there is part a big part of the company. Yeah. I love that. I think my biggest piece of advice is to really be honest with yourself and ask yourself what you want. Because we do live in, in a very like kind of dominating type of energy right now. Like work, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And, you know, that's okay. But it's also okay to want to stay home. You know, yeah. I would just really be honest with yourself on what your desire is. My yeah. desire is to create a life that 
was my I feel like my parents pro provided me a very good life. I want to do even better than they did. Yeah. And create an exponential life that, you know, I know that I don't have kids right now, but I will someday. Yeah. And I want to create that for them. Mm -hmm. And so every day I wake up and I and I say, okay, what can I do today to feed my family? And that key, right, I feel, I really feel like in yeah. this, I know this is going to sound, you know, maybe like cliche or dumb, but like your why. And that's why yeah. I feel like you really have to have an honest conversation with yourself of what you want to do. Like, right. I don't really want to, I, I do want to spend time with my kids. I feel, of course, right. you know, assuming that this is yeah. right, the same mindset, um, yeah. but I see myself honestly working a lot of the day and having a nanny a lot of the day because mm -hmm. I want to work. I want to be a, a provider for the family. And my, the way I grew up is my mom was the breadwinner um, mm. by a decent long shot. Um, and so that's just, that's, that's my, awesome. that's my genuine desire and yeah. just be honest with yourself. And if that's not your genuine desire, you are not wrong. You are not bad. You are not less than you are equal to, and that is simply, your desire. Yep. Um, me being a boy mom. So I look at it from what type of wife do I want my boys to want? Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah. as far as I want to lead by an example of hardworking, put in the time, put in the effort, um, a, a wife that is not afraid to be a big part of the earnings or, you know, like I want my kids to know that, I, I don't even know. Like I'm trying to say this, but like, you like hardworking. Yes, I want to yes. set a good example for the type of woman that my kids desire. Yeah, that's that sounds a little weird, but like, no, like I want, I just want them to know that it's okay for women to work hard. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like, like girls want to marry a guy like their dad, and boys want to marry a, a girl like their mom. I've so, heard that. Like, I've heard that. So, so yeah. you guys, you, they're going to marry people just like you you guys, right? So, And that's what my daughter is going to marry a guy like me, and that's not good. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, um, but hey, one thing is for sure. So one, so we... Our office is dominated by 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 females, and our biggest our, our 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 top salesperson in our office on a weekly basis, every time, is by far um, a female here that's in our office. And she honestly, like last month, I did she did one hundred eighty eight thousand in premium by herself, new business, like like she is just she's just phenomenal, and everybody. Um, so she sets a bar for us, for everybody else in our office. So for people that are listening, like, guys, they're, they're, woman, you could do it. And if that's what you want to do, yeah. and, and you can step up. Yeah, you could step up. And, and, and we have 12 guys, and there's a female leading the pack, which is awesome for me. Right? There's, yeah. We have two or three salespeople here that are. That are, that are females and they they're 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 honestly like everybody look up to them and 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 then also on the service side you guys know maggie mm -hmm. she kind of runs our whole division there like i never she's kind of like the operations person to like i she's like cyrus i need to do this i'm like why are you, are you even asking me you, you run <laughs> you run that division like it's your call like you want to fire this person you want to hire this person you want to do this you want to have this meeting you want to take the girls for a big nails day or whatever you guys want to do like that's your call right so i feel like 
us as agency owners, maybe if you are a male agency owner, you need to empower your female inside of your organization to be like, hey, you can be as equal as me, if not better. And mm-hmm. you should, we should, we should push them to be able to do that, right? Yeah. Not yeah. the other way around. So I, I, I hope people can take that and, and we can, because our industry as a whole will become a lot better. Because honestly, if there was no females in our office, this would be a terrible office to work at. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys kind of level us out in different parts of our lives, yeah. right? So that's yeah. pretty cool. So um, I know we've got just a little bit of time left. So I know we talked about social media. We talked about the females uh, being, being more dominant in, in our, in our industry. Industry and then kind of how you guys came up um, on your on your journey to become agency owners. Um, so I guess if you you guys have had some success with your agency, right? You guys, um, like I said, five or six million in the first eighteen months. Like, uh, where are some of those successes coming from? If you guys want to share on the new business side, maybe right? And and how? Where's your maybe top three referral sources? Um, uh, maybe you guys can share that um, and how you guys have been successful. Um, I would say our referral sources are, I don't know if you would consider word of mouth. Yeah, 100%. Just straight up word of mouth is a big one. We just started- It goes with social media though, right? Like, I mean, yeah. they kind of go hand in hand because- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I guess maybe your clients are referring you to other yeah, friends is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's the okay. big one. Client referrals for sure. Yeah. Uh, we- we have had multiple households this month. Like you get one person, they go tell their whole family, they go tell their friends. Um, So working our networks has been huge. And then client referral is like, honestly the best thing. We just partnered up with a, um, a real estate agent agency rather. And they have been working closely with us and funneling a lot of Mm leads that way. I would say those are our top two. Third is probably social media. That's okay, so so you're saying word of mouth, um, obviously refer partners with mortgage and real estate agents, mm-hmm. and then uh, last is social media. So the word of mouth, like, are there some things you guys are doing that other producers or agency owners can do to kind of get that word of mouth um, uh, going in their agency? Like, what are you guys doing? Because uh, it's not just happening by giving them mediocre service or processes or whatever that you guys have that you could share. You know, during the sales process, we are extremely informative. We have a very um, in-detailed presentation that we go through. So that way, everybody understands their coverages. They know when to use their coverages. They know when Mm -hmm. not to use their coverages. You don't want to scare someone from using their insurance, but you also want to make an informed decision. There is such a thing as a stupid claim. There just is. Mm -hmm. And... um, I think that's a big piece of it. The other big piece of it is letting them know what we are offering. Yeah. What selling ourselves. Why would you want to, you know, I will tell my clients straight up, you know, my long-term goal for you is to shop your rates every three to five years. There's a healthy way to shop for insurance and there's an unhealthy way to shop for insurance. Let's do it the healthy way. So let's get you on board Mm -hmm. here. And then so long as nothing drastic happens between now and three to five years, let's shop you again in three to five years. That's awesome. And then the third thing I would say is service. Amanda handles a lot of problems. And I think having the patience and the willpower to have an insane amount of customer service is key. Like she's handling, I mean, 
problems. People that aren't <laughs> happy, people that are, are grouchy about different things, and to approach it with the perspective of no problem, let me take care of this for you. Yeah. Even if we don't have the answers in the moment, like, hey, I'm going to check in this. Yep. Can yeah. I? Do you mind if I call you back? Yeah. Like, let me let me figure this out for you. We're going to make sure, we're going to make it right. Um, whether think, it's our problem, a carrier's problem, we're going to yeah. make it right. Um, I was going to add to that, um, and now I lost it. Oh my goodness! I mean, gonna... the other day we had a call with Lon. Yes, and that's he, what it was. That's what it, we were. Um, we mentioned to him. He was kind of like shocked that we do this. So we write, we handwrite thank you cards mm-hmm. to all of our clients. That's awesome. That's the salesperson. The sa- it's the salesperson's responsibility to handwrite a thank yeah. you card and laminate and cut up ID cards and put them in the mail for that yeah. point with That's um, awesome. hard copy cards. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we get so many compliments on that. Oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, these laminated cards yeah. are amazing. <laughs> like, thank you for that. And then next thing we know, they're sending somebody our way. Like, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Love sweet. that. That's how, hey, you guys have done, you guys have done an amazing job. Um, any final things you want to share? Obviously, this podcast is driven towards producers. Anything you else you guys want to share as far as like that could help producers kind of elevate themselves? Ladies, don't be afraid to hurt people's feelings. There's there's a difference between, you know, being vicious and mean and speaking your, your true feelings mm-hmm. and, and being, you know, you have to be true to yourself. You have to speak. Yep what you mm-hmm. think is, is most true to yourself. And sometimes that is risking hurting someone else's feelings. It's okay. Be willing to, to put yourself out there like that. And social media, like start with Canva, you know, just Perfect. make a post, <laughs> just yeah. get out there. Yeah. Yeah. And if you got like, if you go to our page and have questions, we're more than willing to oh, answer yeah. any of that. So yes, if you see something on social media and you're, you're curious how we came up with ideas and stuff. Yeah. Wow. We're an open book. So, yep. so when are you guys going to do a Backstreet Boys uh, viral, <laughs> viral TikTok from Warner Mouse? I, I, th- I think we have a video where we could just go ahead. And <laughs> no, yeah. let's not, let's not do that. On loop, sorry. Actually, you know what? You owe us. I, <laughs> the, the, his brokerage made a post about <laughs> what we want to oh. see from Cyrus next. And oh, I have not funny. seen it yet. <laughs> I, I asked for party in the USA. Okay, okay. That's uh, June. That's June. June tenth. We'll do that okay. together. When you guys, when you guys come here for the tournament, we need to do a, one of the one of those videos that will go viral between Jaffrey and Warner. I was gonna say, okay. we need to do a mashup. Yeah, that would be fun. Of our two agencies. That would be that, so fun. That, that would be that would be really fun. I was just telling Juan over here. I'm like, hey, um, we need to do like a like a singing of like Backstreet Boys. Like think of like weird ways to like get social media audience to like, if I just sing Backstreet Boys and then pass it to my brother and then goes around the office and we finish the song, like that's going to get you like a lot more probably. Absolutely will. Than than you just posting on there. Like, let me quote your insurance. Right. (laughs) Don't do that. So, um, okay. One, one thing personally um, Amanda, first, one thing personally you do every day that um, makes you win your day. Um, every day, 
man on a personal level or like on in a, the on, office? On, like honestly, it could be like I dude, I I take a shower, I brush my teeth. One <laughs> thing personally in the morning that you wake up or in the afternoon or whatever. One thing you do every day that like without it, your day is not the same. Exercise. If I don't, if Love I that. don't exercise, whether it's just running downstairs and yep. getting on the treadmill for five minutes, yep. something to get me going. Um, and Good. that's the main thing. I honestly, my evenings set up my next day more than anything. Yeah. I always make sure that my kids, I actually have a chart on a refrigerator that they, the night before, before they go to bed, they're picking what they want for breakfast the next day. So cool. that I know immediately like what yeah. I need to be getting ready for them. Um, and then making awesome. sure their clothes are laid out. So my yeah. winning the day kind of happens for the next day on the back. Like, um, there's a Great concept advice. for this. Yes. But I don't know what it's I called. I don't know what it's called either, but I'm it's. I'm going to steal that. I, I, that. I love it. They, my kids have, like, they know that they have to get up, get dressed, eat breakfast, put on their shoes. Macklin has to fill his water bottle for school. These are tasks that like, they know that they have to do. Um, and I think implementing those things into our daily routine just helps everything go smoother. Beautiful. All right. You can't use exercise. So what do you think, Michaela? What's one I've been getting do? myself ready every yep. day, mm-hmm. like really taking time to like do my hair, do my makeup. Yep. I really truly feel when you look good, you, you feel, feel good. good. Yes. You feel good. You do good. When you do good, you are good. Absolutely. So there's just like a very very clear correlation between the effort that I give myself every morning and the effort that is applied to the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. And I think my second would definitely be exercise, take care of my body. I I literally just, I think it was like a Joe Rogan podcast where they were talking about, they did a study like in a different country. I want to say Australia and people's anxiety and mental health problems reduced by one and a half times because of simply moving their body. Yep. Yep. That's all it took. That's all it took was just getting active. So if you're, if you're struggling with mental yeah. health in some capacity, set your workout close out yep. the day before, <laughs> <laughs> and, and know that that's what you're going to do the next day. So anyway, we both might awesome. be a little bit OCD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, you need, you need, you need that. You know, I got, I got a marathon coming up in about a week and like, I just talk about moving your body. Like you, you like just, even if it's, if some days I just get a one mile run or a half a mile run, like it's okay. Like something to kind of get yourself, get Mm -hmm. yourself going is certainly going to help you. And then my wife, she used to just wake up and like being behind and like not getting ready or makeup and all that stuff. And like, she's kind of in this like thing as well right now to where like, no, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to put my stuff on. Even yeah. though I'm staying home, I'm staying home with the kids and doing my thing. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm still going to look good because then I feel good. Yep. Then I accomplish more. So I love both of those things. that When I, I stayed home for a very short stint between yeah. um, leaving education and yeah. opening the brokerage. So I was home with the kids and every single day I got up, I got dressed. I made myself feel good because That's awesome. I can't, like, I will feel like a slum bag if I just uh, yeah. sit around yeah. in my PJs all day. Like yeah. I am a person, Absolutely. like, like Michaela said, get up, get ready. And yeah. that when I was staying home, that was what made me feel productive. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So agency females, um, get up, get ready, go dominate. Uh, the world is yours. So thank you ladies. Yes, have a great, yes. have a great one. We'll talk to you next Thanks. time.